0: And welcome into the Outsider Sports Hockey Podcast. I'm Ben Mandel, joined by Mike Dykunzak and Tom Leone. Another week of hockey as we had our first week of hockey officially in the books. Great opening weekend, great opening night, lots of great games. Tom, our uh our teams in the area aren't doing too great, huh? I know the yeah. the, the Rangers are are they're not too bad. They look okay, but the Devils. One, one, and one is not what Mike and I were looking for through the first couple of games, but some other big issues throughout the National Hockey League and its injuries. The Montreal Canadiens saw Kirby Doc; He's going to be done for the year. Luke Shen of the Nashville Predators is going down for four to six weeks. And then Brandon Tanev, same timeline as well for the Seattle Kraken, out four to six weeks. So already we are seeing the injury bug hit. A uh, few teams going down some big pieces uh, guys how big are some of these losses I know Tana for the Kraken he's a bottom six forward but I know we, we've we all seen what Tana can do during his time with Pittsburgh
1: I think I think Kirby Dock's the big one for me because I just feel like I, I know Montreal doesn't have a lot of expectations but I just think like the development of the team like itself he's such a big part you know and and, and in order in order for a team to grow and and accelerate their rebuild they need the players on the ice like imagine jack hughes missing a year he wouldn't be jack hughes what he is now so that's that's to me the one that stuck stuck out to me the most because not only am i a big fan of betting kirby doc but he's just a just an underrated player yeah i'm joining out with tom it's exactly who
2: i was thinking of too kirby doc is probably the biggest ones that you've mentioned because there's so much young talent on that team and it revolves around doc and the other talent that they have so um you know in montreal's trying to be relevant and, you know, try to move up in the ranks with the young talent they have and, and losing doc for a season kind of sets them back a little bit, or it does not help them improve in taking that step. So yeah, I definitely think doc out of all those injuries are, is probably the big massive one, but I'm like, it is crazy. The injury bug that's starting to hit already.
0: Yeah. Right. And Luke Shen too. That one. I don't want to just completely gloss over because look, the predators are a team we saw against Tampa Bay. They want to be competitive. They think they're going to be competitive. Uh, Luke Shen—that's a big piece, and you know Barry Trotz is not happy to be losing him early.
1: I guess I should have said that was my biggest one because I I, I picked him to make the playoffs. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't know if Luke Shen's going to derail that, especially just four to six weeks. He'll be back by Thanksgiving or like around the holidays. He'll be fine. But you know, for the Predators, it is definitely a blow. There has been some excitement though, and probably nothing more electric than Austin Matthews going out there and getting a hat trick in not only the opening game of the season but the second game of the season as well he didn't score in game three but six goals through the first three games for austin matthews no assists it's not passing the puck. He's is he the nhl's kobe bryant at this point the way he just doesn't pass he's
1: turning into it he just puts the puck (laughs) he just puts the puck in the net that's that's like he gets it
0: done he gets it done
1: if i if i had to choose one guy to just Score, I'd, I think I'd choose Matthews without a doubt.
2: I think it's crazy that. Like, to my first, head,
1: first of all, I just
2: think that it, it, me and Tom would be the ones to bet on Austin Matthews in Game Three, and he would not score. That's just how we how we roll <laughs> around here. Um, it's because, exactly how we roll. Uh, ben, just to bring MLB into this, when Matt Olson was on like a 15 game hitting a home run streak, me and Tom took the 16th game, and he did hit a home run for like 10 consecutive games. Me and Tom hmm. have a serious curse. But besides the fact.
1: Austin Matthews, what I find... Well, did you
0: guys also bet Bedard to score opening night?
1: I didn't. Well, we actually. didn't, but uh, uh, Justin... I did. did. Our, our buddy, I Jay. did, And Very then he nice. scored first the next night. Very nice. Yeah, Very I
0: was nice. so mad. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, That was the one leg of my four leg that didn't hit.
1: Mm. That sucks, especially when the next night he scores the first goal like four minutes in. That's, mm-hmm. that's the worst. Did you see how it goes.
0: Yeah, but... We will get into Chicago a little bit more. I do want to talk about, though, the Boston Bruins on top of that. I know the Matthews hat tricks, great. But the Boston Bruins, they've come out, they've looked pretty good so far to start the year. I know, you know, not necessarily the greatest competition, but they still have Swayman. They still have Olmark and Goal. The defensive core is still practically the same, and they still have Pasternak and Marchand. Guys, is Boston legit? Are they still as good as they were? And by that, I mean, are they still a playoff team? Just because I figure, really, the top three in each division at this point are going to be interchangeable.
1: Well, I'll give you a betting story for me about Boston. I can't stand that. But uh, I had a four, four-leg four parlay where I hit three out of four guys, and the last guy who didn't hit was Marshawn, who decided to pass <laughs> to an empty net to Posh. <laughs> So, yeah, that really Love pissed it. me off. That 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 made me hate Marshawn even more. I, I can't buy in after two games though. That's to why he's got the C. Yeah, yeah. But now two games, I I can't buy in yet. I think I I think eventually the the age and just the lack of talent gonna and and the lack of scoring is gonna catch up to them.
2: Yeah, I agree with Tom. It's kind of too early to tell, right? I mean, you even said yourself at the competition they play, like it's not really like, oh, like, you know, Boston <laughs> might be the same thing, right? But at the same time, you mentioned it, you know, Paz and March and these are two veteran guys that they're always to keep their team ahead. The, the defensive side of things is still practically the same. Um, so, I mean, they're going to be in the hunt, but I still just don't think they make it or they're going to take that step this year. They lost way too much talent for me to be too confident, at least not yet.
0: Yeah, I, I look, I think Boston still has the ability to be a playoff team. Now, I do want to go into a team that's kind of on the other end of things, and let's see if they're legit. The Chicago Blackhawks, because they're on the opposite end of the spectrum, right? This is the worst team in the league last year, number one overall pick, as opposed to Boston, who is one of the best teams in history. Uh, Connor Bedard comes in. He's getting points. He's scoring goals. You know, is this – Chicago team going to be more competitive? Are they legit? Do you think that Connor Bedard is one of those tr- generational number one overall picks that can immediately push Colorado, not necessarily into the playoffs, but some kind of playoff contention?
1: It's it's so hard because I I've watched actually two two of their games. I I do think they look more competitive they a really solid team it's just like maybe ask me that question in two weeks
0: well like, that's I know, it looks, that's, so, that's the fun of this we're asking it's, right it's, off the bat you got to see us so no I'm, you know i'm going size. i'm
1: going safe <laughs> i'm going i said it with boston too i can't so no i'm gonna say no i i All still right. i'm staying true to what i where i think they finished i still think they finished bottom of the division but but dar does look like the real deal he does
2: I think I'm a hypocrite, Tom. I don't know. I, I think just I I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> they are gonna make the playoffs I, now. No no no, stand no, the no, cup. no, 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 not that. Not that. It'll be better military. than the Devils. They'll be middle tier, all right. Anyone's better than the devil's right now with the way they're coming out and playing, <laughs> but um, middle tier, I'm gonna say middle tier uh-huh. division, but but it just watching them play though, they really do rally around this kid, like it is crazy. Like everyone around him gets better, and he is a generational talent that he's going to be for a long time that makes everyone around him better. And you can see that I know it's two games in small sample size, I get it, but like you know, these are veteran guys around him, and at the same time, they just rally around him and they want to play good just because he's there. He's like, This is the big deal we got to be we got to play like a big deal and i just uh you know they're i feel like they're a team that you know i'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs or they're gonna be top of the division or anything like that They still got a long way to go but you know they're, they're at least going to show improvements and definitely turn a lot of heads and be one of those like frisky teams that you're gonna play uh this year because they had this kid and they want to show out for him and he's showing out 110
0: i wouldn't be surprised if chicago looks like The 2018-19 New Jersey Devils with Taylor Hall on the top line with the number one overall pick, right? I just don't think that the top line, the talent surrounding Bedard is really going to be enough, right? He's got Hall. Yeah, Hall's a solid player, but if he had another good star next to him, now we're talking. Once he has to go up against, like we're going to see the, uh, I believe it's, Uh, going to be Thursday night tonight when this episode releases against Colorado. You're going to have to skate with McKinnon and McCarr and and, you know, like these are guys that. They're not cakewalks and, you know, that's going to be the first real test for Bedard. I don't know if he has the talent with him to necessarily propel this team into contention. I think that, you know, yes, they're more competitive. They're not going to be contending for the playoffs this year. But I do want to kind of throw a wrinkle in here, guys. Let's give a bold prediction, right? Short sample size. I want to hear something bold for everyone. I'll start us off. The Arizona Coyotes will have a playoff game at Mullet Arena this year.
1: They have. They have looked good. I mean, they, that Ranger game, they were pretty impressive. The Devil game, obviously. Yeah. I mean, hey, they,
0: they look fast. They look hungry. And I just want to see a playoff game there because it would be unbelievable. Just give all the tickets to Arizona State students and let them just let, the let rest, them get. That would be yeah. unbelievable.
2: That's a bold prediction, Ben. I don't know if I can go as <laughs> bold as I, that. I, I love that. I think that's fantastic,
1: Ben. I think that's hey, a to bold set the tone. i got a bold prediction that you guys are going to like. And it might not seem bold to Devils fans because of who he is, but Jack Hughes will win MVP.
0: Hughes for heart. Okay, okay. That's I my bold prediction. We'll take my,
2: it. my bold prediction is that Timo Meyer is going to be ending up as a third or fourth liner by the end of this season. That's how. That's it is
0: soft. That's soft, Mike. No, I need that's a. The, I need a soft. team. No, you know I what? We can't give prediction. I need a, a player prediction. Here's my. hold on, not Ben. That, I'll give you one more. Soft. I'll
1: give you one more since Mike went Devils too. The Rangers will waive Blake Wheeler. In for work, Patrick Kane.
0: Ooh. Wow, for Patrick Kane,
1: they save one point five. Bold. They they can clear. I think they'll have if they waive Wheeler today. They'll have bad. almost two. Mi- I, I he barely played. I think he had nine minutes on the ice against Arizona. Insane.
0: Bobby Alette making a statement.
1: Yep, he wants Kane.
0: All right, Mike. Do you have a real one for us? Got a real one. All right, real then. bold prediction.
1: I don't even
2: think it's I think it's that bold, though. I mean, I mean, it might be for Tom, but I think the I, I think the Devils finished third in division this year. Is that bold? Can I say that? He's not being so
1: negative. can you, can you give a bold prediction like like, I mean, like, like Nico Heischer is gonna like, finally win like
0: you know the Selkie or Selkie or, like or something. some team that like was just... a surprise that's gonna make the playoffs like something. Like Detroit, right? I think Detroit's gonna like, make the playoffs. Saying that the Devils are gonna be a playoff team is not a surprise. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: or or your eight and a half million dollar perennial forty gold score is going to be a third liner after three games. Come on, you're better than that. Yeah. Come on, Mike. Horrible, <laughs> Give me give Get me that. a
0: surprise. Tell me tell me a team that's going to surprise us.
2: Hmm. Mm. Let me think here. Let me think.
0: Like, are we getting Detroit back? Is Buffalo going to get there? Ottawa? Like, what? Mm-hmm. what it's the San Jose Sharks. Like, come on, man. <laughs>
2: I like San Jose. Kuiper did them?
0: Fabian Fabian, Fabian on, Zetterlin, man. 20 goal scorer. No shot. No yeah, shot.
2: Fabian Zetterlin, the top scorer on his team. Can I say that? The top scorer of the Sharks? Go for it. Go for it, Mike. <laughs> that, you want
0: Fabian is... Zetterlin top goal scorer Fabian, the Sharks.
2: Fab- the Sharks won the trade. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> there you go, Mike. That,
0: that's you a bold guy. prediction. You're that's a guy. bold prediction. I'll give you that one.
2: You said he won a bowl. There you go. i give you bowls. <laughs>
0: We had to pry it, but all right. We are going to jump in though to our power rankings. I'm going to run through our top 10 unanimous at number one was Vegas, Toronto, number two, but not unanimous. The Carolina hurricanes at three Dallas stars four. New Jersey devils, five, the Colorado avalanche, six, New York Rangers, seven, Pittsburgh penguins, eight, the Tampa Bay lightning, nine, and the Boston Bruins. 10. Now remember these are through Sunday's games. So this weekend, Tom, I know I just want to point out the Devils, they're high in my opinion for a team that only has three points through three games, but Mike and I both had them in the bottom. I think I had them at seven Tom or Mike had them at six. You guys are the ones, everybody else is who put the Devils up there in the rankings, but give me a team that you guys want to talk about here. Um, I know I'm going to talk about the Colorado avalanche because I felt some serious disrespect from you guys there.
1: I'm gonna talk about my team. I don't do that a lot on this pod. Oh, we do, do, do the power rankings. No no, 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 not on the power rankings. I usually stay away. Well, but usually we when spend half the
0: episode talking Devils Rangers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good point. Good point. Um, I'm gonna talk about the Rangers because I, I've been impressed with how these players are buying into Let's system. I, I thought there was gonna be. I thought the beginning of the season would be a lot of periods of games where the Rangers were getting dominated. It's the complete opposite. They, they lost that game to Columbus. Um, Boone Jenner had a career game and and they were a little sloppy for about 10 minutes. But other than that, they dominated that game, Arizona, they were just spurts of domination and their first game, they dominated in my opinion from pretty much start to finish. And I just think guys like Kreider, Zibanejad, I love the line combinations. Kako and Lafreniere are finally in the top six driving offense, which is hard for people to understand, but it's true. You give a player top six minutes, they're going to play well. And I've just been impressed for three games. I think that, because of how fast they're buying in and picking it up, I think my prediction earlier in our pods where we were like oh I think the Rangers start slow and they pick it up in January February I think they might be able to, to have an early good stretch right when a, like they want the west coast trip maybe maybe get a lot of points out of that trip and really propel their season early. So I'm excited I'm excited as a Ranger fan.
0: Hey, what did I say about La? yeah Good season started scored the I first goal,
1: scored the first goal of the year for the rangers and he's just been he's just been I, he's, so much better than
0: well but like just you the give him a coach who's actually going to teach him yeah right you give him a coach who's actually going to work with him and actually give him structure he's a young guy like yeah panarin Trocheck, you, you know those guys they're able to go out and play free and easy because they have the experience Lofty and, needs structure
1: and dude They are like they're playing fearless. I mean, Benino is like blocking shots everywhere. Lingren, I think they lead the league already in block shots. In three games in, they have like a a shit ton of block shots. I think it's in the thirties, which is just crazy already. Three games in, you know, yeah, they're just they're playing hard for their coach already, and that's exciting.
0: Yeah, I think that I think the first round exit was a wake up. I think anytime you lose to a rival like that in the first round, you come out hungry.
1: And in our our lifetime, you know you look at when the Rangers get knocked down the first round and hire a new coach, the last three times that's happened, they made the Stanley cup final. I'm not saying they're going to get there, but I'm just <laughs> saying they usually do wake up as an organization. It's just history just, just says that. I mean, it's true. Just
0: slip that in. <laughs> All right, Mike, who are you talking about here? <laughs>
2: I'm not gonna talk about my devils. I'm not selfish like Tom. That's what I'm
1: gonna do. I'm just joking. Um, but I'm gonna talk I think about you've the- said enough about the devils already, He's thinking Timo Meyers is a third liner. I think we're all get <laughs> the point of if you talked about the devils where you think they would they would be. So. Like I said, we're different people, man. I'm just, I'm just realistic sometimes. <laughs> realistic. Just, it's, 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 it, 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 you I can't bring, believe. You, I can't you, want believe up Stanley,
2: you want to bring up the Stanley Cup with
1: the Rangers already and it's the uh, two games, can games. Can't be, no, 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 no. I can't believe you just said realistic after you, you uttered the words Timo Meyer being a third or fourth liner. Listen, I gave you a statistical fact that when the Rangers get knocked down in the first round, they usually end up in the Stanley Cup final. And I then yeah. said, I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm just saying history speaks for itself sometimes. Okay, well we'll Mike, see. remember happens. we
0: did just give Timo Meyer eight plus for eight years. So I know I know he's Pumped not actually be an, <laughs> I,
1: I understand
2: he's not actually gonna be a third or fourth liner. I'm saying he's playing a third or fourth liner. I've just not pressed so far, but hey, nevertheless.
0: It's nevertheless, a top nine for New Jersey, not a top six.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. But I'm gonna talk about my stars because you know how much I love the stars. I know um that at this upcoming weekend, I'm pretty sure they play Philadelphia. They are um already 101. I know it's kind of a small sample size, but we talked about the powerhouse that they are, and I generally see it. And I think they actually edge out Vegas, and it's going to come wire to wire until the end of the year. But with Jake Onger in that, and especially the way he's been playing already so far, like I said, I know small sample size. I think they're going to edge out Vegas for the division this year. I just think that, um, I just think that they're so good. They really are powerhouse, and I know Vegas is too. But I just I'm excited to see that one to one matchup. And I, I just think. That they they uh, they outmatch Vegas just because of the cold you if Andre can stay consistent. So I'm rolling with the Stars as uh, as the team I wanted to talk about because they they just excite me. Talk about brothel, Ben. They excite they excite me.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, He's Mike. Is a <laughs> He's going back to it. No, I look, the Stars team. the Stars are a talented team. This team is strong. You know they can definitely push over there in the West. I think that you know, it's going to be Vegas and Dallas are the top two seeds. Uh, Dallas out of the central Vegas out of the Pacific. Um, But the team I'm going to talk about, it's the Colorado avalanche because this is a team that can still win the central. Uh, They are undefeated so far to start the year. They are still one of the most talented offensive teams in the NHL. Yeah. Last year we saw that you either need a strong defensive core or a really good goaltender. They don't really have either. And Yes, the offense can only take you so far. But if we're talking about a regular season powerhouse, Colorado is it. And it's because they're just going to be able to score at will. We saw it in the game against New Jersey last year. New Jersey was up like five to one. And this is last year when they played a very good defensive structure. And Colorado stormed back. This is a team that can score goals in bunches, especially in the regular season. So I'm not exactly too worried about them as far as the regular season goes, they aren't having that slow start that they had last year, but that is going to do it for us. We are going to wrap things up I'd like to thank uh, Tom and Mike for joining me this week. Uh, definitely much better than by myself as I was last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry was. about that.
1: I, I was so no, really hey, sick. Hey, no, no, no. Close. That, that happens. I feel
0: bad. I don't know for if you listen, had to listen to it. I don't
1: know if you listen Yeah, I don't know if you listen to T- our TMD podcast right our football yeah. one man dude. I, I I don't know how Tom was fighting for his life. My no, God, no, dude, him. it, it would so like feel bad sometimes. I got
0: it. Tom, I got Tom's it,
2: usually Tom's usually the one who like takes it takes it from the beginning and like brings it into our segments, <laughs> and he cannot do it. I was like, Yo, am I actually hosting a show <laughs> for once?
1: like Hey, but, man, you, you did good though,
0: Mike. You did good. You made it through that's I how that's it. how it starts you it. just
1: got to get through one but that's it ben now, he's getting the next one now without with, hey. with me healthy he's getting the next one exactly but <laughs> maybe we'll get more is, views as <laughs> possible, that's that's possible.
0: possible. <laughs> <laughs> but that is going to do it for us here if uh, you like the show subscribe follow us on twitter or x as it is now known at outsider sports 3 check out the website at outsidersports.net and we'll see you next week